more to the gaze than meets the eye. Thank you. 
Hey guys, hope you guys are doing good. Hope you guys are having a good afternoon and hope you had a good morning. Hope you guys enjoyed the last video yesterday with Aegon about the basketball. That was a pretty successful uh, video. So uh, thank you guys for watching it and staying tuned and being in the chat. That went pretty well. Uh, we got a lot more videos coming this week. Um, and also, I'm available. If you haven't heard yesterday, I'm available on Spotify now. So you, if you have Spotify and you're doing your workouts and stuff like that, or you're busy, uh, I'm on Spotify now. Just look me up, Soul Provider Speaks. I'm on Anchor as well, and I'm also on Stitcher. So the links are in the description under my videos or um, go to my About uh, section on my channel. You can see all those links. Um, and also on Twitter and Instagram. So you, if you want to add me on there, you can. So we have another interview here with the uh, friendly neighborhood coon, <laughs> aka <laughs> SKYC. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's Oh, all right yeah 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 man you're good you're good how you doing yeah doing all right man i just been uh, <clears throat> working um making my rounds uh throughout uh our little space or whatnot collecting my clips uh, i'm trying to be the new top city clip city uh, okay <laughs> uh, clip coon the clip coon okay yeah oh, shout out to, uh, zone uh shout out to ty shout out to falcon black uh third um uh, Brandon L. And shout out to the fourth quarter talk. Uh, checking for you. So shout out for y'all coming in early. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Um, so my first question, man, dude, you know, you're like the joker of the manuscript, right? You have like this epic ass laugh. And honestly, compared to maybe you and maybe Reg, the bad guy, I don't know. You're like you're on like the top when it comes to the laugh. Um, has, any, has anyone ever told you like maybe you should do stand up on the side or something like that? No, nah, no, nah, man, I, I couldn't uh, do stand up, man. Um, <laughs> I don't have the gut for it. Uh, but uh, and, and I'm not like a, a front man. Like I, I, there's a lot of shows that I've been on, mm -hmm. and, uh, and people have had me like you know as a number two, three, four. I, I'm good with that slot. I I don't ever want to be in the spot like that. I have. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. I had too much to lose. <laughs> so, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that that kind of scares me, man. That that's why I don't. Uh, <laughs> even when I do like my own little videos and channel, what yeah. I, 
yeah. Uh, you know, it's me talking and giving commentary and all that stuff. That's probably less than five percent of all of my videos. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not are, are you uh, are you from Texas? Are you a Texas dude? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, homegrown here in Houston. Um, oh shit! Okay, I, I just moved to uh, Dallas. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, I'm 45. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, for a bit, for a little while, man, my uh, sister used to live up in Dallas, and um, uh, we used to traverse there often. Go yeah, you must, you must have all that stuff. How do you how do you survive that Houston weather? I heard it was hot as shit. Uh, I mean, I it doesn't bother me, man. I, I like Houston. Um, but I'll say this: uh, as a kid, I know um, when we were younger, we mm-hmm. uh, take a lot of trips, travel a lot. So the summers, I was rarely here. Mm-hmm. Rarely. So I, I, I can't. I know a lot of people just say, "Oh man, you know the, the Houston summers and stuff." Like ever since I was three or so, man, I, I <laughs> probably. Been, I can count on my hands how many times I've had a Houston summer and experienced the whole thing throughout. Um, oh, that's dope. I have I haven't I haven't visited Houston yet. I'm and that's gonna definitely be on my to do list. So I'll definitely uh, get on that. Oh, and also a uh, shout out to Rockdan. What's up? Um, make sure as you're coming in, you like the video. It definitely helps a lot. If you haven't subscribed, be sure to do that. And um, shout out to Sigma. He gave me a cash app. Shout out to Sigma. So thanks a lot, Sigma. Uh, so my first oh some more questions for you so what made you uh get on youtube and were you on another platform before youtube perhaps no no man i was not on another platform anything. i was actually minding my own business i was being mm-hmm. a good black man you know working hard and trying to be a good family man or whatnot and then uh i got corrupted uh, by individuals like tommy sotomayor and, and <laughs> this and uh I was already a coon, and then it just came out of me even further, man. Especially when I heard uh, David Carroll. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, you know, I can, <laughs> I, can, I can unleash stuff that I've been holding in for so long. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, like, in, in person, like, around normal, you know, outside of the YouTube and stuff, like, are you like this in person? Or it's just like, you know, when you're in the space, you get to kind of have fun, just have a laugh type thing. Uh, no, man, I like to have, uh, I, I'm a huge, um, I, I, I love comedy and <laughs> yeah. even, uh, that's why I, uh, I hate to sound blue pillage, man, but that, that's why one of the real things that I really enjoy about my wife is, uh, she's, uh, free hearted. So, uh, she lets me get away with all sorts of, uh, comedy mm. that, uh, would drive people nuts. Especially around her parents and grandparents and and uh and other friends and you know I get to embarrass my family while you know he's at work and other things like that. So yeah, I, I just in general, I've always been that way. So um, I like um, to critical look at certain and then turn it on his head. So no, nah, man, I think it's great, man. I think. I think it's great because, um, you know, I, I'm not really down for the being, I mean, there's, there's a time to be serious and there's a time to just have a laugh. And, uh, that's why anytime I see you on the panel or something or in chat, I'm like, okay, time, I'm trying to, trying to get my, my laugh on, you know, it's good. It's healthy to laugh anyway. So, um, I, you know, it's cool. I think it's a good thing. You know, you don't have to be serious 24 seven all the damn time. So, um, I'm glad that you're an uh, in this space cause you, you bring a lot of comedy, man. And it's funny because, um, you don't even do much. It's just, 
you know, you're just funny, you know, you have like that really dry humor uh, uh, mix, you know? So, I mean, it's cool, it's cool. Um, so you call yourself, and I, I've always been wondering, you call yourself a coon. Now, were you, how did, what was the origin of you being a coon? Was this like when you, as a kid or when you got into space, like what, what made you a coon exactly? Well, I've, I've always been a coon, but uh, I think the space kind of drove me to it because I would hear a lot of things that I would experience as, you know, just as a black person in America. You hear all these songs, you can hear nigga, 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 all day long. <laughs> you can you can hear, you know, Vish and all this other stuff all day long. Um. But then black people will, they will I, I retreat from anything else other than Uncle Tom and Coon. Like that's like, like that's crossing the line. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me turn this on his head and add in my little hotel uh, piece of it. And I could be, I could give myself an elevated name too. Like a lot of these, uh, you know, a king, this or that, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, some people like uh, high-priced medals. They call themselves that, and you know, just all sorts of the queen, this or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll be the supreme king of all the coons. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, yeah, you're you're hard to coon. Like when when I hear the word coon, yeah, that's what I think of. I'm like, oh, that's S- that's S K Y uh K C right there. And um, to me, it kind of sounds like um. I, are you a anime fan? Oh man, I, I enjoy anime, but I'm not. I haven't been following it as much as I did when I was uh, when I was younger. Like uh, kids and stuff, they follow a lot of stuff. But um, you know, as a uh, responsible father, sometimes to focus in on other things. So you know, yeah. To me, uh, it kind of reminds me of like uh, your name is kind of reminds me of like a uh, like a Master Roshi type thing. You know, that's what that's what. <laughs> When I when I think about it, I'm like that kind of sounds like Master Oshi in a way. I don't know why, but uh, I mean, or Super Kami Guru or something like that. I don't know. Uh, hey, hey. I, when you say your name, that's where I get it from, you know. But yeah, um, my like my brand of anime goes a little bit goes a little bit back. Like uh, I, I was a big, and still am. I have like the little <laughs> figurines here of uh. Gundam and stuff like that. Uh, of course, <laughs> I got my old Ninja Scroll poster. And oh, God. That, um, what else? Uh, huge fan of uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, yeah. They were supposed to make a live movie, um, but I think it got delayed or something. I hope they don't. No, no, DR bro. just leave them all, man. <laughs> and no, man. You know, my I largest know. poster in my um, in my uh, library is uh, of Akira, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, those live movies are pretty much trash. Uh, the Bleach is pretty. They made a Bleach one and a Death Note one on Netflix, and uh, it kind of bombed. But uh, I don't take those ones that much uh, seriously. Yeah, right, right, Court. That's what I was thinking when I saw his name. Yeah, he sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. It's hey, um, a compliment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, so when did you take the red pill, or did you take the red pill? Are you red pilled? Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think um, 
when people say take the red pill, they say, and, and I'm guessing, um, yeah. it's more or less the thing that you realize uh, how the world is, particularly things with women and, and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so yeah, I was like, uh, nah, I kind of grew up on that. <laughs> yeah, my parents could pretty much told me that stuff, so I was like, oh, okay, that's just how it is. Um, of course, I got to see some, uh, uh, I would say, um, living examples of individuals that, you know, you would tell them sometimes, hey, you know, I don't think you should probably do that with that girl or trust her on this or that. Why? She's she's fine. Uh, yeah, but you don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you a punk, you gay. Oh, okay, man. You do your thing. So like, I will watch back, sit and see they mistakes and see how they life turned out and then right. do more comedy. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I, I guess um I I the short of it would be my parents were red pilled. Well, they taught wow. me because <laughs> I guess because they taught me the truth. Yeah, well, actually that's actually good, you know. Um I don't think that's a common thing, but I mean it's a good thing. Um, it's a, it's a good thing. So you never even experienced that whole all this rage pill rage shit, right? Probably not. Uh, I, I would say more rage came from the point of uh, when I was uh, late in my teenage years. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I started to want to uh, get into the whole, you know, my people, and you know, learn about Afrocentric, you know, centric ideas and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, that lasted for about nine months, and then after that, I was like, oh, "Man, these people are crazy!" Like the the neighborhood is gonna change, and it's getting worse, and that's how they like it. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, yeah, that that's where more of the rage came in." Is when I started to understand that uh, black society as a whole that people didn't want to, they didn't want to grow. So, mm-hmm. so how about because uh, you you are SYSBM, correct? Yeah, but you know, it was one of those things of it was like that before, way before I even knew about any. I guess you could say I was that way when I was uh, a teenager. <laughs> hey, really? Yeah, man. It's like uh, my first girlfriend. She was Pakistan. So I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. So, um, okay, like. To me, I just say, you know, whoever you date or marry, I, I don't care as long as you're happy, you're happy. Is that kind of the same mindset you have? Yeah, man. It was like when, when I, I probably like when I was uh, 11, 12 years old, whatnot, you know, I'm sitting talking to my old man. He's like, what's wrong, son? Oh, dad, you know, this girl, she's so fun. What, what's her name? Uh, Traisha. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we're, we're, you know, you chill for a little bit and, you know, I need you to help me work on this or whatever. All right. We work on this. Oh, can I call her now? No, no, you can't do that. We, we, we ain't going to lie that here or whatever. Oh, dad. Now, uh, summertime comes around. We're on the trip mm-hmm. West Coast and I'm chilling on the beach with some surfer girls and all of that just enters out, exits out of my mind because I'm like, good grief, these some of the and then I come back to school and I'm like looking through those girls. Oh no, nah, they, they don't even register anymore. So I'm like, man, yeah, I'm like, nah, man, I, I don't. Yeah, 
it, uh, I was there for SDM from, from that yeah. time on. Like. So would you agree that there are some, like, uh, I always say there's always extremists on all sides of this whole thing. And uh, don't, don't you think on the extreme side, you know, it's kind of like overkill a little bit? Because like you said, I mean, if it's you, you it was kind of natural. So, I mean, on a lower level, I think any of this MGTOW and all this other stuff is fine. But on the extreme side, it can get kind of like, you know, like get out of there. Well, extreme makes it fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. No, there's nobody here, even yourself, yeah. in the audience that do not want to live in a world where there are no extremes. That uh-huh. was boring. Okay, I know, I know why you say that because uh, I know it'll give you some good clips and shit. And I know, I know what you're talking about. I know because we do have extremists in the space. We do, and I know, I know you love that shit. Have you, have you seen yes. you, with yes. that? And then you'd be like, you'd be thanking I, the, the the panel host, like, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, I'll put it to you this way, man. Okay. Um, we all know that as a people, mm-hmm. um, overall, do not like to read. Black people like to look at examples of things. They like to see things and, and, and so forth. So I think that it's very important for them to see extremists. That way they can gauge where they're at personally. Mm-hmm. And when you have people that begin to resonate with extremists, then you know who you're dealing with. Oh, okay. There's a lot that you can tell by people that um, that hang with and re- and I would say relate. I hate using that word. Resonate with extremists. It's a lot you can tell about them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's a good point. So you're saying use the extremist kind of as an example to know that okay, I'm definitely not at that level. I guess yeah, right? they're the canary in the minefield. It's it's kind of better to see it like right in front of you to just kind of compare yourself to that and say, okay, maybe I need to step away a couple steps back, or maybe I need to chill a little bit or take it down a little bit. I guess that's what you're saying. Yes, yes. Like, what was the name of that group that the uh, what's his name is leading Grandmaster J? In yeah, okay. So definite extremists, but important for people to see that these extremists shot themselves at a rally. Mm-hmm. That's how you know, oh, I don't need to be out there hanging with those type of people. True. A, a good example. Because there's some people that are not going to read and make wise decisions based upon their own, you know, their own knowledge that they need to see somebody fall off the cliff first before they say, oh, okay, I don't need to go. Wait, but don't you think a lot of people have fallen off the cliff a lot and people are still, you know, some people don't, some people don't, you know, observe it like we do, you know, some people, you know, they'll see, um, like I said, like the, 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 there's fire in the building, they're still walking into the fire. Yes. That is what I would call extreme comedy. <laughs> those individuals because they give you the best types of laugh. Right. And it's kind of, I know we talk about this a lot in the space, kind of like the let it burn type thing, right? Um, you know, people are walking into the fire and it's like, they don't feel that they're on fire. And it's like, but they keep walking inside of it. Meanwhile, 
like you said, some of us who are, you know, level-headed, you know, we'll watch from a side and just watch it burn or just, hey, let me get the fuck out. I mean, it's a fucking building a fire. I mean, if I go in there, obviously I'm going to die, you know? Okay. Let me put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some people that brainwash themselves outside of pain. To give you an example, you know, you know those individuals that will walk on hot coals and uh, you know all those type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may have a brand of individuals that will hurt themselves. Okay, <clears throat> um, the person that walks on the hot coals, yes, mm-hmm. mentally they've been able to take themselves outside of the pain, but it doesn't change the fact that the cells on the bottom of their foot are being scorched. <laughs> Size doesn't change. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like you haven't, you're not actually watching somebody who uh, is overcoming pain. You're watching an individual who is so sick that they, that they believe that putting themselves through such uh, ordeals mm-hmm fits them in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. Just... <laughs> and I guess it's kind of like... I, I um, love it. Shout out to um, Zero, because we always he's always talked about kind of like niggas still have hope shit, you know? People are still have hope, and it's like, you know, uh, they're trying to go walk into this fire, and maybe they think they'll be able to come out, maybe? It looks like that's what seems to be um, happening with at least uh, my generation. How, how old are you, by the way? I'm like 87 years old. Okay. Obviously, I don't know how you're alive, but uh, I guess if the Dragon Balls were existing, you got summoned back to life. I mean... That's uh, why they call me Supreme King. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're 84 years old. All right. Damn. So how... Wait. Okay. I'm not... Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah, I, was doing, I was doing the jitterbug when you, you know, before your parents were... No, that's all way over your head. Okay, let's keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was gonna keep asking questions. Oh, okay. Um. So, um. Do you can you do you uh? Because you just started a channel like what? What was it like? A couple of months ago, or was it like a year ago or so? Um. It was about nine, ten months ago. Um. My first channel uh was decimated. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, what happened to your? I didn't know you had a first channel. Yeah, I, I, you know, I really calmed down on some of my videos. Uh, I, I had like two that I did at the very beginning, and um, uh, I kid you not, uh, within I would say um, a month and a half, mm-hmm. I had about fifteen hundred subscribers, and uh, my very first video, um, I think it had close to six thousand views. And um, yeah, and that was just my first one out the gun. And then uh, some lady, she contacted me saying I should take something down or whatnot. And you know, of course, I joked with her. And soon after that, uh, YouTube sent me a an email saying hey, you're gone. Not even a, a strike or anything. Just you're gone. <laughs> yeah, it was the video that bad? It was. Gone. What? One strike. <laughs> Wait, what's, what, what's the video that bad though? I mean, what was it about? Uh, you know, it's just you know, black women and what they. Like, okay. You know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because I know you. I know you. Is it? Was it like with the? Was it like humor? 
satire type stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, man, damn. I had a, you know, a lot of people are using it now because um, the whole Jada Will Smith thing going on. But I had, on my very first video, I had this thing where uh, this one, <laughs> where I had these black women saying all the crazy stuff, and then I would have a, a cut in uh, Holly Berry was like giving them the answer to why she was in Monster Ball talking about because it make make me feel good, and then oh, I something else, and then she'd come back in, make me feel good, and you know, yeah. So they yeah they got me out of there with the quick. <laughs> Oh man, I missed it. I I, I guess I, I don't know. When did you ha- make that video? What year was that? Uh, that was last year. I want to say um, around September, August, Septemberish. Oh, okay. I was here then. I was here. I was a person in the chat, rather. I wasn't a person making videos. Yeah, man. You should. I wish I could see that. Probably would like. Yeah, I wish I could post it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because I mean, I look at your channel, man. Like I can tell that you're good with the editing and putting stuff together. Like you could easily, easily just go in on a channel and just boom, boom, boom. You know, I can easily tell that, especially with uh, your community uh, video that you made, which was uh, excellent, by the way, uh, funny, hilarious. Um, I really enjoyed that, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, there, there's a, a few things that I would like to do, but um, I made a deal Um uh, uh, with Mrs. SKC. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, I, I was going to just, I was just playing around at first, really, to be honest with you. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mrs. SKC, she said, hey, you know, um, remember when you started your, your own business and started doing it? And I was like, yeah. And she said, uh, well, some of your profits are kind of kind of going down because of your uh, your excess uh, with uh, <laughs> with your comedy, uh, so I don't, you can't. But you know, I think it probably would be a good idea if you, if you monetize somehow. And I was like, ah, you're right, you're right. So um, I had to go in and do the nuts and bolts of you know all the boring stuff behind the scene of you know developing a content strategy and. Uh, storyboarding, contacting individuals that I know that do similar type of stuff. And, and, and so that put me on hiatus for quite a while. And then once I figured it out, I was like, yeah, Eureka. I figured out how to do it. And now um, I'm taking my time to do it right. I know a lot of people get mad at me because they're like, man, when's the next video? But uh, I'm trying to do it the right way. And, but when it once it gets rolling, it'll, it'll get rolling and people enjoy and, and pay. <laughs> so. yeah man please please keep working on it i mean the the longer you work on the more probably it's going to be better you know the more quality is going to be so uh yeah don't don't rush nigga uh please uh work on that shit and just yeah, let us know yeah and then in the meantime in, in between all of that of course um um you know my my third and last child came on was uh put in the womb and um uh, so i'm looking forward to to her coming in a couple of months. And, and then uh, I also had a bunch of people that reached out to me that wanted uh, me to do work for them. So I was like, Oh, okay. So it's not like I've just been not working on my stuff. Uh, I've been working on a lot of other people's stuff. Uh, 
uh, right now in my queue, at least 12 people. So, mm -hmm. so when did you uh, first, um, I guess, start seeing uh, black men for content or thinking of black man content just in general? When did you start um, kind of seeing all this stuff? Uh, first, a couple of about two and a half, three years ago, I saw uh, it, uh, Sotomayor stuff. <clears throat> um, then after that, uh, I ran into um, into what's his name, Phil Advice, because he's here in Houston. And, oh, uh, Phil Advice, yeah. I remember. And so my sister was out and about, and she was doing something. She said, "You know, I ran into this guy. You may know him." And I said, no, I, I, only person I know on YouTube is, you know, Sotomayor. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. There's this other guy here in town. So I looked him up, of course, and found out who he was. And I was like, ah, no, 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 man. <laughs> this dude here is crazy. He's one of these, uh, <laughs> these hotel dudes. But, you know, you know, he's a great, I, I can't knock his, um, his business savvy. You know, Phil <laughs> does an excellent job with what he does, man. He's making money. Mm -hmm. uh, or never disrespect anybody on doing that um and then after that i found obsidian that was like fish the water man i was <laughs> i like the i like his personality of course uh behind the scenes um i'm pretty sure some people know that we've done some business um and yeah i mean it's like hey i get to come on your channel and troll whenever i want and then <laughs> from there uh uh, had some debates, some serious debates with people, and that turned into more trolling. And and then I got invited to a whole community of uh, black first dudes that wanted to argue with me all day long for fun, and where I could like, where I could just clip content all day long. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Man, that's the thing, man. When I see you like get on a panel, I'm like, oh shit, because I'm, I'm I'm hoping that because it's usually one of the extremists, you know, they're on that shit, and then I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna get clipped. This is gonna be a perfect. This is like a perfect opportunity for, um, the Supreme Coon. And I'm like, oh shit, and then and usually it ends up being right, and I'm like, there there comes your Joker laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but um, but the thing is, it's like, there's just. Like you said, it's free material for you, and it's like it's always there with the space. I know it. it's always there. Um, well, it's always been there. And <laughs> you, the only difference between now on YouTube and back when, probably when I was a teenager or whatnot, is mm -hmm. that there's video. There's video that's open to people. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember the days of a beeper. So it's like uh, I would see dudes hanging out on the corner talking crap. About all this stuff that you hear talking about on YouTube, it was on the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's the same same thing. You know, the dudes are talking about how many holes they can get, and you know who's is the is the biggest Mac of all time, and you know who's the simp, and you know all that type of stuff. So yeah, it's just now you just have a platform where people can do it in a. Um, from the comfort of their home without being in any danger. Yeah, and uh, a lot of these conversations, um, I don't get to really hear outside of uh, YouTube, really. I mean, maybe a couple, a handful of friends here and there, but uh, besides that, it's just like, I can't, there's not that many people I can talk to about these certain things we talk about here. So um, I kind of do appreciate that. 
it's odd that you say that because um um my nephew uh he graduated a little while ago and mm-hmm. i would sometimes i would talk to him and his friends <clears throat> and um just checking up on them and stuff but mm-hmm. uh it would be weird because they would be like oh Nick, let me talk to your uncle. He talks about all this stuff that we can't, that we don't talk about. Because on the campus, they, <laughs> it was like these these topics were taboo for some reason. And um, it's just weird because I just remember when I was, uh, you know, in, in, in college, uh, yeah, we talked about all this stuff. We had late night, nightcaps with all sorts of women and whatnot and three, four o'clock in the morning talking and chopping it up and Sometimes arguing or whatever, and but now it's like, man, you used to do something like that. You're, you may find yourself with a letter on your underneath your door saying, "Pack your stuff." Right, because you might offend someone, so they may overhear you. But you know, it kind of sucks that it's like that now. But because I'm sure a lot of people, um, you know, they miss that. I miss that. You know, um, luckily, I mean, shit. If you have friends, you could talk to them on the phone, I guess. You know, and talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's pretty much what I do. Um, if it's sensitive and stuff, but um, I'm glad this place, this uh, space exists, though. Um, I found this space by uh, O'Shea originally. Um, that's oh, yeah. I, um, originally, my older brother tried to direct me to Tariq Nair Sheet. I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm good. And then I found O'Shea, luckily. <laughs> I found O'Shea, luckily. Oh, but uh, shout out to um, New for the Cash App. Thanks, New. Shout out to you. And shout out to um, D Rock Den for the Cash App. Appreciate it. Um, so thanks for those for those cash apps. Um, so my next question. Uh, so what do you think about the Black Manosphere currently compared to the first time you were viewing it years ago? Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I would say the first time I viewed it, you know, I was kind of like a, a little kid trying to put my feet in the water in the pool. First time, mm-hmm. ah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um you know after a while i got used to it but i think that the content to me it um to me it's pretty much the same it, it go there's like this this wave of different topics that come and go and come and go and come and go and then people uh try to add bits and pieces of you know their perspective their nuance or they'll try to use a different twist to come at it and some just repeat the same stuff that they said five years ago over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, it is what it is. I, I think it's a, a good space for black men to be able just to, to talk um, about whatever it is. And uh, that, that part of it, I respect on all ends so far as, from what I would call an extremist, um, mm-hmm. you know, the pro-black supremacist type of guy, all the way to, um, you know, I need to impregnate as many black women as possible type of. <laughs> um, I think all of it needs to be said and needs to have a place where people can hear themselves speak and others hear those ideas. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I hear you on that. Uh, let me see. So let me see. Um, oh, so do you think that uh, more black men should be making channels? 
Do you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. The way you're saying that. Wait, are you saying that for for the lulls or are you saying that seriously? No, I'm saying that seriously. I, I think that there should be as many as possible. Um, <clears throat> the he, Here's some of the reason for it. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I... Okay, let's just say within the black manosphere as it is. Uh, uh-huh. Who do you who do you majorly have? Okay, uh, okay. Camille, uh, Game Changer, Ty City, uh, Zero, the O'Shea's, uh, the Black Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe yeah. uh, fifteen, right? Yeah, a good fifteen or so. Yeah. That are just really, you know, continuous content creators, right? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> um, that's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those content creators um, host live shows, right? Mm-hmm. How many of them produce, uh, I would say, pre-recorded content? Oh, not many. So I no. think there should be a balance of the two. I think I really do think there should be a balance of the two. Oh yeah, and Man of Tomorrow. Can't forget him. Yep, Man of Tomorrow too. Um yeah, yeah, true. Um oh well Falcon Black too. He does content too. Um true. Yeah, the balance of um uh pre recorded and uh streams, yeah. That definitely uh, is a uh, factor. I think a lot of people forget that. But um, I mean, Black Black Ram, for instance, he's really focused on pre-records, you know. So there are channels out like or like a J Black, J the Black, or um, Darius M or something like that. Yeah, um, you have uh, uh, what's that? Uh, the Templar. Oh uh, yeah, Think of Man's uh, Templar. Yeah. Yeah, Think of Man's Templar. He does a lot of pre-records. I mean, or I- um, even a uh, Matt Bus Driver. He does a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's definitely out there. Um, and and I and let me give a, a quick little, as they say in these spaces, push mm-hmm. back, push back. No, I, I like to use uh, criticism. Uh, <laughs> um, where Falcon Black, where he says, and, and I love you, Falcon Black. Uh, no, but uh, the older cats don't want new channels. It'll interfere with the bag. Okay, so my idea with that is is. Okay, well, why don't the new cats connect not with the same audience, but the same audience, but also others from other spaces that may not know or interact with the Black Manosphere at all? Bring more people to the space. True. Aid a lane, a niche that almost, uh, if you could think of a mental Venn diagram, mm-hmm. covers. Uh, a, niche, a niche that doesn't, that's not in the black manosphere right now. Yeah. Um, it really grows. That's a good point. Um, that is a good point. Even I think even Angry Man has mentioned that too. Um, because there's a lot of people don't cover, there's a lot of things that need to be covered or should be covered, but people don't cover it. And uh, that's why I was telling uh, Aegon yesterday on the last video that I even told Fantastic, like, you know, if you want to make a channel, I mean, it's probably a good time to do it now because, I mean, there's a lot of empty kind of areas, you know, to tangle into. Um, You know, it's not just the space isn't just limited to just 
uh, you know, black women, blah, 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 X, Y, and Z 24 seven. I mean, or politics or, you know, there's a lot of different things to talk about, you know? Um, so I agree on that. That's definitely yeah. good. Yeah, like, like give you an example. Of course, like right now there's a, uh, a new, um, anime production company in Japan that is ran by some black dudes. Yeah. I heard about that. Yep. I did. Who's, who, who's in this space has covered that? No one. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah there's is. a huge group of black men that enjoy anime. Yeah, there is. And actually, uh, a new plug, got a little plug. I am yeah. doing a Goku stream on Friday. The title was, is Goku a fuckboy? We're going to go over Goku uh, this Friday. We're going to talk about him because he's taking a lot of fucking L's. And uh, <laughs> we're just going to talk about it. It's all the anime niggas who, who've seen Dragon Ball Z come join and that'll be fun. So we're going to go over for Goku. Yeah, man. It's like, hey, and then uh, it's like you do that and then connect with uh, that weed community. I mean, so then you have a whole bunch of other even races of people that come into your space that want to hear it from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. And I mean, that's why, that's why I even made they a channel. Way more money, and they donate. You're right. I mean, that, that was one of the reasons why I made a channel, though, because you know, first of all, I kept getting timed out and fucking chats all the time. That was the first one, and then the second one was, well, I keep hearing the same voices, and I keep hearing the same kind of topics. And I was like, nah, there's a lot of room for do other stuff, you know? And, um, but yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people get caught up into wanting to, you know, be the head nigga in charge. You know, they're like, <laughs> right. Uh, this person, they mess up on this particular aspect of what they do, and I can do that. Heck, that I don't have the rest of their other abilities, but I want to be in their spot. It's like, uh, nah, man, just let them rock and learn how to even do something else. Or hell, here's an idea. Collaborate with them. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, There is this whole thing of actually writing material for other people and getting a side profit off of it. Hint, hint, hint. Hmm. That's a good point. You're saying a lot of stuff. I don't hear a lot, man. And so you're saying a lot of stuff. I don't hear, man. I mean, there's a lot of support things like um, I, I'll give away some of the, the secret sauce for myself. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> They'll be like, man, you know, I see SKC. He jump around from place to place to place to place. And, you know, I think he just has all this time and he's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> A lot of people that I collaborate with and I make money with to the side um, and a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I do for people. Um, sometimes it's for YouTube. Sometimes it's away from YouTube and has to do with their their real life, their business, um, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, I'll say, yeah, think of things that way. And for any of the people that are thinking about you know, putting their feet in the YouTube square or whatnot. Don't think of it just as I have to be a person to create content. It's like, no, you can be part of a support group of individuals that help a content creator be better. Right. Right. And um, 
uh, with checking for you, like, well, man, you probably noticed I do get timed out a lot for no damn reason. But, you know, I'd be, you know, just being saying dry, dry ass jokes and dry humor. And I guess, you know, I get timed out. Um, but uh, something about yeah, the new it happens. That, that used to happen to me a whole lot. And <laughs> this is why um, <laughs> they had <in> the places. <laughs> And um, like like I was saying that uh, I made a joke in a chat once about Pokemon, and like I think ninety percent of the the niggas in the chat didn't understand what Pokemon was. I was like, "Am I really that fucking young here? Like, there's no way that there's just millennials here, right? I mean, what the hell? That was weird. Like, no one knows what pop culture is in the nineties, you know. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe I should just um make a channel. You know, a lot of people get discouraged because of all the um kind of the 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 nigga shit. But, um, you know, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of things to do here that people haven't done before. Um, so, you know, they might want to do it now before, you know, people start taking up all the ideas and stuff. What is Pokemon? Don't don't troll me. You know what Pokemon is. You just told me you had a Gundam, man. What the hell? You know what Pokemon is. I know what Digimon was. I don't remember Pokemon. Nah, you're trolling. <laughs> you're trolling. You, you had a fucking Gundam model. What the hell? <laughs> Four Gundam models, by the way. <laughs> and he had, you said you had Ninja Scrolls? Like, what the? Yeah, you, you know what Pokemon is. Get out of there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man, there's room for this place to grow. Okay, uh, let me see. Um, so, uh, what do you think about um, the Passport Bros, the Pump and Dump, the Marriage? Because um, you already talked about the SYSBM stuff, but what do you think about those other three? The Passport, Pump and Dump, Lifestyle, and the Marriage? Okay, some people get uh, this mistaken. They sometimes I have these conversations with people, or even if they catch me over at TPOT and I'm debating, I'm debating mm -hmm. sometimes seriously, and and I'm I'm debating against my own position in some points uh, because I'm like, you know, it, it's gonna burn down. <laughs> it, it doesn't make a difference anyway. But you know, just for the sake of argument. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll argue from the position of, well, no, we have to do what's right for the community and so forth. Okay, my my fullest position is this: all of it, from pump to dump to, uh, you know, oh, believe all black women to, you know, whatever, whatever person want to do. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the black community, I don't see a way out. The everybody, all the other. I would say red pill solutions to it all leads to the same to the same uh, conclusion. Mm -hmm. It's burned down. It's gonna be destroyed mm -hmm. because if you don't have if you do not have men and women working together in some way to create a some type of intact family group you're not going to have a future. And if you, in either one of those, we see the experiment of the women saying, oh, I don't need a man and I can raise the child all by myself. Bam, okay. Even if the men do a better job and they like, oh man, you know, I don't need a woman. I can raise a child by myself. Okay, but they're not gonna be able to compete with the rest of the world that have intact families. Right. It's not gonna happen. They may be better than what was in the black community, but it's not going to be better to an extent of being able to compete on a world stage. 
Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I tell my uh, people on my channel, like it's it's we're fucked, especially us millennials and Gen Z. Um, majority of everyone is either a dog mom or a plant mom or uh, uh, I made a video about this this chick who was fucking uh, married a fucking Tetris game. Real talk. Yeah, that's good. I we, mean, the extreme. Uh, object sexual. I yes. mean, they're marrying objects now. And yes, I can't wait until the <laughs> channel where people have, you know, those things on there, uh, a whole channel about people and their bestiality and so yeah, forth. Man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we need to see this. <laughs> Dude, man, that's what's happening, man. With uh, It's bad, man. And then no, we the, rise of, uh, the rise of poly relationships, open marriages and open relationships and shit. Um, the rise mm -hmm. of um, the whole everyone. There's, there's been so many, so many books and stuff that's written about all of this stuff way before it has ever come to fruition. People didn't want to read it. They didn't want to think about it. Well, now put it in their face to where they have to think about it. Yeah. It's bad, man. It's bad. Um, then you got the rise of, you know, everyone being bisexual and shit. Is this, uh, we got, you know, divorce rates off the roof. Uh, a lot of single parent households. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty obvious where we're going. <laughs> um, it's just bad, man. Um, and, you know, people still have hope somehow. I don't know how, but people still have fucking hope. I'm like, I guess it sounds a bit black pill, I guess, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be realistic, you know, like people oh. need to stop having all this hope and well, you can see, I, see what's happening, man. I, I think what's happening is a, it's at the, from my perspective, and mm. I've been on so many things. I'm not an authority. I'm not some type of guru. I am the supreme king of the coons, but I'm not a guru. Um, I think what you're, what people are missing is that there's been this huge class divide. And a lot of the things that come out of media, academia, out of Hollywood, um, a lot of liberal states or whatnot, the people that put those policies and talk that stuff in place, they actually they don't actually live that way at all. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons for that is because they understand that the more people follow those ideals, the more they become enslaved to them in various ways. And you can make a lot of money off of them. Right. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, a person that's continuously in the system of welfare and uh, all sorts of other things. Um, yeah, a person that, you know, is a lawyer or a judge or whatever, you're, you're like a meal ticket, a never ending meal ticket. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, could you imagine that there are some public defenders that have uh, been in a, like a, or a lawyer or whatnot have, that have been in a town Mm -hmm. They've seen three, four, five generations of, you know, this particular family and their bull that keeps their children going to the best schools on the, on the planet. Yeah. True. So it's like, hey, you know, it, 
it, to me, it's like the rich are getting richer by ideals while the poor are getting poorer by their acceptance of dysfunction. And I always say this, I mean, I think, it's, you know, I always talk about the, um, I always ask this question, what is the black American culture when it comes to dating, mating relationships? And in this culture here, I mean, the men, the women are put first and the men are, I don't even think they're put second. I think the dogs are second. Uh, I don't even know where the men are even on that list because with uh, Black Lives Matter, they don't even want black men to be alive, apparently. So I, I don't even know where we're on, on that list. I know dogs are second or at least third for sure. Maybe cats third, maybe. Shit. Well, way I mean, if that UN charter actually goes through, I want to see how many uh, black men that complain about the system use that to their advantage. If it goes through, mm. because I, I really don't think that there's a lot of them that would leave the states. To be honest with you, no, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Bonquisha booty too big. <laughs> 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 because, um, and I'll say this too, uh, for the people that do leave, if they do leave, um, there's no guarantee that wherever you're going, they're going to accept you anyway. You know. I mean, there's can't be any worse because <laughs> I know there's like this assumption. Oh, well, just leave and go overseas, and it's guaranteed. They're you know they're just gonna take hug you and shit. And like, no, it's not guaranteed. I mean, it you know it may be possibly. I mean, but but nothing is guaranteed, right? And, and if I could be if I could be a a, a, a side critic so far, yeah. yeah, yeah. On the whole position of when people say, oh, but it's not guaranteed. Okay, I will hear that position when it comes to, you know, people having two parent families. They'll say, oh, man, uh, just because you have a two parent family doesn't mean that your kids and everything's going to turn out right. It's not guaranteed. Yeah, but the statistics show that if it does work, your kids are going to be much, much, much better off. Right. right. So arguing from the position of anything guaranteed, what is guaranteed? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's guaranteed. You're right. Nothing's guaranteed. And you know what? I think a lot of people are not honest in this space either because people like you, uh, maybe GA Boy or Gay Bay, shout out to them, you guys are married and y'all are happy, got your families and all that. A lot of people in the space want to be like you guys. They just don't want to admit it because there's this thing here where if you agree with someone with your points or GA boys or Gabe's, they'll say, oh, well, you're a simp. That's pretty much what it is. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people here because it's already been proven with this whole week and this all this whole shit that people still want to be like y'all. They do. Everyone wants to find their unicorn and be happy. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, though. I mean, I think it's it's a good thing if you find it. Uh, I mean, I think there's some. Uh, I, I think that there are some individuals that um, gen genuinely want to uh, live the bachelor lifestyle for the rest of their life. Uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't have no problem with that. Uh, yeah, with, yeah. Any, with anyone in any of their decisions on how they want to live their life, they can live their life as a mime trapped in a clown's dream 
trying to be a transvestite right <laughs> I mean that that's fine hey that's what you want to do and you believe that that's best for your longevity go do that mm-hmm. but you have I think that you have to realize that you can't say those things but at the same time have strong issues that you want to argue about when it comes to community because community just isn't built that way yeah, yeah it's not it's not you you have to have families and um have structure you know um a culture you know yeah, that's yeah. What really does it um and sadly like i said you know when um you know it just you know no one you can't really the motivations even to to create those things here i mean i i, I know why a lot of dudes will go to pump and dump or you know, just go their own way. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, punishment here for it. There's not a punishment if you make a mistake here for men. Like, you don't even have a lot of chances. I mean, it's not even a three strikes you're out. I mean, nigga, it's like one strike. You could be out completely <laughs> based on your situation. <laughs> like, that's how bad. I mean, it's real. Like, you could, luckily, some people, you know, they might make one choice, one bad divorce or whatever. Hey, now they can bounce back. They're fine. But some people can't do that. Not everyone can do that. Um, that's the problem. Then you got uh, the child supports, the alimony, spousal support, all the other bullshit. Um, there's just a lot of weapons to be um, to be used against us here. Um, so it's like, you know, people may want to create families and stuff, but here it's like, eh, you, you, you got to be careful. You got to be cautious on who you pick. Yeah, I mean, um, I think you really have to find somebody that uh, really values family. They understand what family is. Um I mean, I hate to say it. Uh-huh. Um, it, it was easier for me, um, you know, because I came from a stable two-parent background and I kind of was groomed to, hey, that's what you're going to have to to get if you go that route of, you know, wanting to, you know, have a family and everything. We're going to have to check out the other side to make sure that they're on the up and up and, and those type of things. So, um, I, I, I I'll just say I, I don't think that as of right now, particularly in Black America, I'm not saying that it's you don't have pockets within other cultures that have issues as well as you do, but particularly in Black America, Black America isn't really interested in families and longevity the culture is anti-family and I would dare anyone to try to change my mind or give no. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been proven. Like I said, they don't even want the black man to be alive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. how can you even have families without a black man being alive? You know, how does that work? And uh, I, don't know, I don't know. My mind got entangled for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually gonna make a video. I was gonna make a video called um, "Lowering the Value of the Cat," and um, it's gonna talk about just how like women just like I said, they don't care. They don't care about men like that anymore. I mean, women have replaced us with toys, dogs, plants, fucking blankets and shit, Tetris games. Um, I mean, we've been replaced long time ago. So, um, I mean, we kind of. I know, you know, the, the power of the, the cat is strong within us, you know, and all that shit, but 
well, you might need to lower the value just like they did, you know, because they don't care about us like that, you know. Um, that's just, I mean, this is what it is. Like you said, you know, the culture doesn't want the family, you know. They want to be dog moms and shit, plant moms. Trust me, Google black plant mom. Just Google it. Just Google it. Go ahead. Enjoy you know, yourself. Uh, I'll give something away. Um, long time ago. Uh, man, and this is long, a while back. Elementary school. Um, I went to a, like a private school. A, a function was going on. And when this function went on at this particular place, uh, you know how sometimes people had like these permission slips back in the day? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. The parents would sign it or whatever. And usually you only had, you only needed one parent to sign it. I went to this function where uh, they asked the question, you know, okay, you need both of your parents' signature on it. And it was a thing saying, who is the male figure that's going to be here and who is the the female figure? Because it was like a parent or and or parent and their other type of event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember talking to my, my, my nephew and a couple of other dudes. They're like, that couldn't even exist today because... You know, you, there'll be certain dudes that'll be like, oh, man, you know, uh, I want to go by myself and, you know, that's not fair. And there'll be other women talking about, oh, no, I can't. You know, why Why are you discriminating against it? This is not right. Why, I should be able to go with my kid alone. And it is the whole idea was, no, this is a family function. <laughs> so if you're, it was almost like pushing you to the whole thought. If, if you didn't have a intact family. Well, you need to invite somebody to fake it. <laughs> you know, even be here. And I don't think that people get that there's something missing in society that um, that when you don't understand that, I'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. I said this one time where he was um, at a football game. And he said he doesn't think that people realize how distressing it was for a kid to not have a parent at or their parents at the game. And particularly a father. And I I, I don't think that in black society, that's even it's like that's so far removed from the minds of people that it's already, <laughs> it's, it's like it's already gone. It, it's, it's like your mentality is so far gone that you're operating on like retard level trying to explain to someone why calculus is necessary for a computer. You're like, they're like, <laughs> I know I'm going off on, the, on another face here, but it's like, it's that, it, it we're so far in the garbage that there's videos, YouTube videos now of, of dudes, young dudes throwing people in the garbage. <laughs> Did you see that video? 
dude i almost did a video on that shit that chick who got they threw in the fucking garbage just threw it in the garbage and then the sisterhood came and gave her a makeover it's like i can't even really um fully articulate everything that i mean i actually could i show something instead yeah yeah go ahead okay this, this will explain what i'm trying to uh oh god <laughs> okay let's go ahead what i'm what i'm trying to like get at. yeah oh yeah and also a reminder be sure to like the video and subscribe if you haven't already definitely appreciate that Here we go. Oh God. Is this something I can share my screen with or no? Yeah, yeah. This is actually going in a video of mine. Okay. All right. Let's watch the footage. What the hell? What is she wearing? Oh, that that's that's not even the beginning. What the fuck? Whoa. Whoa. Oh. What? What the? F wow. Wait, is this recent? Yep. Oh. Wait, what state is that in? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's in Memphis. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, all right. That's a Corona party, I guess. So this is—it's like this is what I'm talking about so far as how far gone the point past the point of no return that mm -hmm. the black community is in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, in, in, in the words of my of my avatar, mm -hmm. it's prime. <laughs> it's over prime. <laughs> Man, it's just like I don't know. I don't know. The the only way you fix this shit is like you have to start from when young, young, young kids. I mean, that's the only way. Uh, you fix that shit. I mean, I don't know because, like I said, my generation's fucked. Gen Z is definitely fucked. Um, I you mean, got it, and that, and that's why I'm, I, I kind of, I, I like using the, uh, the hood terminologies. Uh, I ride <laughs> yeah, I <watch> <laughs> for, for the SYSBO guys because it's like. <laughs> And I know it's not perfect. It's not a perfect solution. Mm -hmm. Okay, you take some dudes, they choose other women, and try to build something else. And the 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 pro of it is is that hopefully they choose individuals that understand family structure and want something different than what the black community wants. The cons of it is is dang it if these guys go and choose a chick that is 
just a different race, but it's just as ghetto. It's like, oh, you just traded in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because you'd see a bunch of ghetto like uh, Stephen Curry's and shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, you, you, you just, you're the dog that returned to the vomit. Like, so, yeah. But, okay. So my, my next question, do you think, because uh, you just mentioned SYSBM again, do you think there's enough um, SYSBM channels um, from Black Men? Um, huh. Yeah, I, I, no, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. I'm being greedy. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I think people can come at it from different perspectives. I, I think because I, I eventually, at first I was going to say yes, but at the same time, um, I have to take myself out of it and be more objective and say, hey, there could be other people that think of ideas and aspects that the current guys have never even considered, or they may be able to link other, um, you know, other uh, groups of people uh, to the group as it, you know, as it is. So, yeah, I, I think more is, is always better uh, because it gives you even a, it gives the guys that are in it already um, more to think about, more individuals to uh, collaborate with and to uh, interact with. So, yeah, I, I always think more is better. Mm. So um, how about with the other um, black content creators that focus on um, SOSBM? Did you like get an influence from? Was there any specific ones that, you know, kind of like motivated you? Yeah, I would say the three main that motivated me, of course, uh, MBD, uh, but uh, Kitagakade Jones and then also a guy named Straight Shooter. He doesn't do as much content now, but um, yeah, back in the day, man, he really gave me a lot of words of encouragement um, when I was uh, starting off. So, Oh, okay. Kitagakade Jones. I heard of him. Uh, doesn't Sigma, Sigma, if you're in the chat, I think you you did a video with him just a couple of days ago, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. Sigma Jones is another one, man. He's he's a great content creator. There was this other guy named uh, Let's Be Frank. Um, he he does good content. Um, I think when you get into those sectors, though, it mm -hmm. gets it gets away from the whole thing of terrible, 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 terrible black woman. Uh, get this type of woman, and you know such and such. It gets mm -hmm. into these very nuanced topics such as finance and. Um, I know Sigma Jones likes to uh, talk about uh, about eugenics. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, uh, he does some history uh, and so forth. Then you have individuals that are connected to the space uh, that are not SYSM, but um, are definite, I would say, in some ways, uh, influencers like a King Sigma and so forth. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout to him, shout to him, shout to King. Yeah, he's good. So you you kind of answered this question, but um, do you think the Black Manosphere, um, if it does exist, because some people say it doesn't exist, or they'll say that the Manosphere is dead or whatever, or uh, recently, you know, we we make jokes and call it the Women's Sphere recently, or I call it the Cuck Sphere recently. Uh, uh, what do you think about that? Do you do you think it's the Cuck Sphere or the Women's Sphere or? what is it or the blue sphere as we would be calling it uh what do you think no 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 i you know i think that uh okay I, I, let me let me let me open a little, a little bit more here you know 
let me give you an example. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Samuel's channel. Yeah. Right, everybody knows that it is blowing up. It's going nuts. Uh-huh. But, I mean, uh, I, I saw it. I don't watch it a lot, but I saw um, this one night. Actually, it was Sunday night. Um, that's usually our family game night. But I was playing on my phone. I was linked on it real quick. And um, <clears throat> dude had like 3,600 people in the chat. That That's uh, along with what Sotomayor does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tommy gets like 3,000, 4,000. Yeah. yeah. So it's showing you that there's a lot of uh, – and, and in that chat, you'll see a lot of people that frequent these, these spaces. Yeah. Yep. So for for guys to be saying, "Oh man, you know, um, you know, I just want to do, I just want to live this particular way," and so forth. Okay, well, why are you there? Right. <laughs> why are you there? Come on, bro. Come on. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody's gonna hurt you. <laughs> So I think uh, you have some people that um, they've had some dealings or whatnot with um, the opposite sex. And, um, you know, it's some have been in some very uh, precarious situations, very uh, uh, bad situations uh, for whoever's fault. I don't know. But um, but they do have a little bone in their body where they're like, man, you know. They, they they would like to have some type of working relationship mm-hmm. with a member of the opposite sex. Uh, so um, so to call the place the woman's sphere and so forth, eh, nah, I, I, I don't I don't really go with that. Um, I just think that it's people naturally wanting um, what they want. And <laughs> here's another thought. That mm-hmm. can't that I can't ride with. People want to take the um, I would say the moniker of being ultra logical, ultra reasoning, um, which there is a difference between the two. And I really think somebody should have that conversation one day. There is a distinct reason between uh, difference between logic and reason. Mm-hmm. And we'll have that another day. Someone go to a philosophy course and. Just split that one up. It's a really good conversation. But um, coming from that whole idea of, oh, you know, we deal in logic and such and such and, you know, uh, uh, okay, okay. Um, And a lot of these people will even say that, you know, they lend towards the atheistic side of thinking and, you know, evolution and such and such. Well, isn't by evolution individuals wanting to be with the opposite sex, just a push towards what they naturally should want as a yeah, sure. It's the natural instinct. Yep. So now you're telling them that their sense for following their evolutionary course, and I'm arguing from that position of just logic, atheism, evolution. Right. And and this is why, like I said, this space is still small. Like I think if, and I think I told, uh, I did, I said, I mentioned this in another stream. Like if there was a number of people who were creating channels who were kind of pro marriage, 
I mean, that could be a thing. Like, and it is a thing on YouTube. I mean, there are there are black marriage couples out uh, that make channels, right? I mean, we've seen them. They're just not mm -hmm. in this space. They mm -hmm. do exist. There's tons of them. Yeah, you know that. I'm just saying for to to, to add some more content to the space that could be a good idea for some people um and i'm pretty sure they could get an audience because there's a lot of people from those black marriage channels I and mean, there's they have big channels i mean so i just think hey like like you were saying you know there's going to be more stuff in the space i mean that could exist but we don't have that here right now because well i don't know yeah it, it's 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 weird to me that um you take for instance like a person like a cynthia g or yeah the bald uh, eagle uh, Crystal and Cares and I, I, you know all those type of individuals and take it even even further uh, going to more like the B one and uh, other people that talk about relationships and stuff. Okay, um, if you're trying to fix a car, you go to a mechanic. If you're yep. if you're trying to get to the moon, you talk to an astrophysicist. Yep. Uh, if you're trying to fix your relationship, why not talk to individuals that have successful relationships? Right. If you want black love, as the black love industry states, why don't you talk to married black people? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell him what he's won, Bob, a brand new car. <laughs> right. I mean, I see that. that makes sense to me. I mean, like, like I said, it doesn't, I mean, just just have more options, right? I mean, it's just like a, a TV programmer, or a TV a TV guide or whatever. And there's many channels. I mean, you want to pick something uh, or Netflix. You know, there's different types of genres. You know, so um, I think it's a possibility. I mean, it's just a matter of time. A matter of time before someone notices that. Well, hmm, I'm uh, I'm married. Uh, well, I have a good marriage. Well, why don't I make a channel about? It? Boom, and come into the space. You know, that's all it is. I mean, and they'll get views. Hey, my boy out of Philly. Uh, uh, I don't know if you heard of the channel Slice and Rice, but uh, my my wife loves that channel because uh, uh, it's a, a a black couple, younger couple. Uh, huh? It's a younger uh, uh, interracial couple. Uh, eight, a black dude, Asian woman. But um, <clears throat> you know they have fun doing their stuff. They have a huge following and whatnot. But you really don't see. Um, I would say in the black sector, why don't you have content creators within these spaces talk with those type of individuals? That's a good point. I don't know. And Liam, they are married. They have a, a kid. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, it's not supposed to make sense. This was our world. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> they start adding logic things. So yeah, you're not supposed to supposed to add logic and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, one of these days, man, and I brought it up. I really want somebody to have that conversation. The difference between logic and reason. The diff because there's a big difference, and I think it flies over people's heads. But may maybe you'll do it one day. Oh hell no! I'm not doing that on my shit. Nope. <laughs> I, nope. I, I barely even do panels. I I don't know. I ain't doing that in mine. Hell no. I know that goes into something crazy. Yeah, man. It's like the reason why I the reason why I asked if you would do it is because um you had um uh, that 
uh, that show with Jordan Peterson uh, on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I covered a video on that. Yep. And uh, and he has uh, sections within his classroom, uh, his old classroom uh, uh, podcast that uh, talked about such topics. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. I'm glad I found him, dude. I'd be finding all types of shit uh, when I'm looking for um, content and shit. So uh, I'm glad I found him. He has a good channel. He has a good channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like the dude. Uh, of course, I don't believe with uh, his idea of the lobster stuff, but, you know, yeah, I, I like him. So I think you already answered this question, but that we're definitely not covering enough. And um, I kind of give you an example. When I interviewed uh, Kid Organic, Man, Kid Organic, man, he has a great channel. Shout out to him, man. Man, when did you when did you interview Kid O? It was like uh, a couple weeks ago. Man, I gotta catch that stream, man. I love Kid O, man. That dude there. Yeah, man, he he's he's great, man. And because he covers so much stuff, and I'm like, no one else is covering this shit. Um, yeah. I did a video called um, uh, "Black Man We're Tired." Was kind of like a kind of a observation reaction type video with a fucking uh, Gen Z chick black talking about black men we're tired it was like 50 minutes long and i think only tommy me and kid organic covered it i mean man, only man. kid oh man i like to do man because uh actually i forgot when you stated uh individuals that influenced me mm -hmm. one when he came out with his better than five challenge you know mm -hmm. of upping the uh production value of um of videos and so forth and I was like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it now. So that's why I pump in so much uh, work production value wise on trying to give people really, really high quality stuff to look at. Yeah, man. Uh, Yank, man, he's a good channel, man. He's he goes in and some of the stuff, you know, if it wasn't for his channel, I wouldn't have heard, you know, certain topics, you know, and like so shout out to him and he he stays consistent, you know, daily. So shout out to him. And that was a good yeah. interview. Too. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he's the truth. Um, <clears throat> man, I, did I answer your question about, did you say, uh, did we need more? Oh, uh, about, uh, I guess us covering them. Like, do we cover enough material here or do we, is it enough? Are we um, no, I don't think it, it is. I don't think that it is. Um, Here's one reason why. Mm -hmm. um, you take, for example, I think probably the only two people that do this would be BGS, especially when he does uh, stuff with um, uh, Dr. Tia San Johnson, or back in the day when Obsidian was doing like interviews, when he had like Glenn Lowry or um, um, other academics on, mm -hmm. those voices need to be heard in this space. Man. That highbrow value stuff, even if it has to be, um, you know, broken down into sections and then, you know, you put some entertainment value in between it, it needs to be to be done so that people understand that you have dudes that are on the other side of this mm -hmm. at for the longest time in academia are pretty much trapped into not really saying a whole lot about it 
and have their voices uh, silenced in so many ways because mm-hmm. their jobs will be taken, their livelihood will be taken. And to hear them say certain things or to gr- agree with certain things or to talk talk about some of the subjects that they talk about, man, take for instance, uh, I know it's been said in a lot of places, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell, for goodness. Dude is 90 years old, has I think close to 50 something books that has been written and there's hardly anything that we have ever talked about that somebody can't say Thomas Sola already wrote about it. Mm. I haven't heard of him. Yes. Yes. See, it's things like that that that's why I say, no, we need way, way, way more content creators. Um, because, I mean, there's just there's so many uh, stories that are out there. Um, take for instance, there's a, a, um, a hip hop dude, and I don't even like hip hop, uh, but, but he's out of uh, London, a dude, mm-hmm. Zuby. You ever heard of him? No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Well, this dude did this thing where he's a black dude and he was playing this joke, this huge social experiment joke on the, um, I guess, the uh, trans world. Or whatnot. Mm-hmm. What he's been doing is <laughs> he's been claiming that he wants to uh, uh, be a woman, and he'll go and enter himself inside of these female um, weightlifting competitions, and he'll break their their records. <laughs> uh-huh. And when they and when they try to cloud him, he'll say, "What are you trying to say?" I want to be a woman, and just because I'm strong and black, are you trying to deny me this right? <laughs> Ultimate troll stuff. Who's done a story on it? No, no one. You're right, man. There's a lot of stuff we, we haven't covered. There's a lot. There's a lot, man. So, yeah, I mean, um, and, and like I said, it's stuff that's out there that's like that that um, I just hear about from hearsay, and um, I would like to get more details on. But of course, you no, know, I don't have the time or whatnot. But um, uh, I would love some people to to do that and you know include that in this space uh, from different things from all over the world because you know I mean there's a big secret out there. There's other black people on the planet, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah. do do you think uh, we're going to the right direction, or what do you think about that one? Yeah, yeah, I really think that uh, things are going in the right direction. Uh, I don't think that you can go in the wrong direction when you hear um, black men speak. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, people. I don't think that. I, I don't think that people understand that before. YouTube and all of this, like, where did you hear black male voices from? Well, I guess it was the barbershop, but that's before, you know, the women started coming into the barbershop and couldn't care. Yeah. So it was like, that was it. And it was a small group of individuals that you interacted with. I would say even at the largest barbershop that you could come across, you interacted with what, two, 300 people at tops? And I'm just like taking it to an extreme. 
All right. So it, it's like, uh, you know, um, before this, all you had was shows like, um, you know, you had like Tony Brown's Journal back in the day. And that's when I was like a little, little, little type. Couldn't even turn, you know, push the button on the TV and all that stuff. It was like, no, you can't do that. You'll, you'll die. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one could find the remote ever. But uh, yeah, you didn't really have those voices out there. And the only other thing that you could hear was just uh, rap. And that was a very, very small, minute, narrow-minded view of what the majority of black men thought about things. Mm-hmm. So my next question, um, you mentioned uh, the man purse guy, as I call him. Um, have you heard of the roommate podcast? Um, I have heard of it. I've never watched it. I've never watched the episode, actually. Um yeah, so uh, they're, they're, they did a video called uh, Red Pill is the New Woke. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to cover their channel, like, I think tomorrow. I'm going to do that video tomorrow, probably, or this week. But uh, they're kind of, it, it seems like they're trying to be Red Pill, a Red Pill channel, or kind of a Red Pill light. Because, you know, they, they got really good interviews on there. They got magazine sponsorships, all this other stuff that is nice. But it's like they're trying to... Like their message is kind of at the very, very low minimum because, you know, they don't want to, you know, get canceled or some shit, you know, because you can't go too hardcore or you'll just lose all those uh, benefits. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's the problem with the man purse uh, guy because people are, are saying, oh, he's the chosen one. But, you know, he can only go so far, you know, like with his what he's going to say, like he can't like. The roommate podcast, right? If they really wanted to know what the whole red pill and all this shit was, they could just come to the space and maybe um, interview with a few people, right? But they're not going to do that, you know? So that whole red pill, the new woke video, I mean, it was kind of a joke. I mean, I didn't really take it seriously. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, I think that there's some bastards for doing it. I mean, um, <laughs> the, the reason being is because... Um, Man, I'm. I guess. I guess I really am old. Well, um, I guess the question is like, is I mean, is the space supposed to become mainstream? I don't really see the point of that. Like, I don't see that being the point of it. Um. Well, if it's not supposed to become mainstream, then what is the point? Well, I mean, if it comes mainstream, don't you think uh, the sisterhood or you know the pink pills and all that you'll just uh, try to just take it down? Don't you think? Well, I think everything moves in in waves. I mean, at the very beginning, all of that, like radical feminism, particularly radical black feminism, uh, was on the fringes. And now it's mainstream. Yeah, which is crazy. It is mainstream. Yes, it's crazy. That's mainstream. Right. So they were moving in such a way and sort of to inspire change so that ultimately they would be accepted so that they could be mainstream wouldn't i guess the red pillars want to do the same thing mm-hmm. yeah okay okay i guess when he's yeah, i get your point okay yeah. I, I could. so um <clears throat> yeah but uh for the guys that did, they want to talk about um 
and, and here it is. I'm taking up for the red pill guys, and I'm not even I can't even really say that I'm red pill, but mm-hmm. I think that it's man, I think and, and I use the word there's some bastards because I think that they would try to bastardize what red pill actually is. Um you know, by presenting some type of bastardized version of it uh, to the world without um, talking with the individuals who are actually red pill. It's, um, you know, I- I'll just say it's just good grief. I, I guess I'm kind of white, too. I want to say weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's got a weak to me because. I grew up in the era of the investigative reporter and those type of people inspired me to go inside of go towards journalism and communications. Uh, uh, When you have people that they see individuals with ideas that differ from themselves, but they do not want to properly investigate them and ask them questions, give them interviews and create a story out of it that way. Rather, they would like to just listen to what the people say and then twist and throw their own interpretation of it before the world as a story. Man, it's just that it hurts my journalistic heart (laughs) to uh, see such things occur. And I see something similar like that happens with um, the Manosphere and SYSBM with that guy. uh, Uh. The history, oh, the history the major. Yeah. The, the water. water. Yeah. yeah. Or let's just call him uh, Squirtle. How about that? That works. Yeah. Yeah. Squirtle. 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 Okay. I got it. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like looking in on a group, not wanting to properly in, do investigative interviews, but then want to present a position before the world. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> it's like, Good grief. That's the essence of a mud raking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So um, my last question. Uh, so besides the um, the thing that you're working on, is there anything else you're working on? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm working on a lot of uh, smaller projects for people, but uh, there'll be reoccurring projects um, that I do not want to get any spotlight for at all. Uh, <laughs> I just want the money. So um yeah i yeah that's that's pretty much that uh um i'm sure that over time some people probably will um i would say uh you know enlighten some people as to where some of their work came from or in in, in such and such and they'll say oh yeah you know skc and i we worked on this and such and such and yeah it'll get out that way but Mm -hmm. Um, others that I've been working with as of late, I've been kind of telling them and even putting in writing that, yo, we do this and you know, keep my name completely out of it. It's it's your baby, your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just support. That's it. So I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Man, so I want to thank you, uh, Coon or Supreme King Coon. What one do you prefer? Mr. Coon or Master Coon, Lord Coon? What, what, what do you prefer? Um, dumbass Coon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh God. <laughs>
all right i mean thanks i need to thank you again for coming on man i appreciate it um you know you're always uh fun to be around and it's good to have a laugh you know that's why i even that's why i come to the space a lot just to have a laugh with people really and just take it easy so i appreciate you coming on uh i really appreciate it yeah no problem man i i actually uh wanted to end this um a little bit differently for you i i, I have a question for you oh sure okay so let's just say because five years is too far out mm -hmm. let's say two years from now uh-huh where do you want your channel to be hmm. and, how, and how do you plan to get there you mean like in growth in whatever uh well uh let's say two years two years well at least hopefully i'd be past 1k by then maybe even 2k 3k um i really i want to like i said i have um I, I'm trying to use kind of my background to kind of guide me to what my channel wants to be about because I'm also, you know, not only am I IT person, I'm a nerd nigga too. I'm an anime nigga. And, um, you know, I'm not taking things too seriously on my channel. Like, I just want people to have a good time and uh, we can be serious, but I don't want it to be 24 7 because I think there's already enough people in this space that are just 24 7 serious. I don't, I don't really like that. Um, I just like to have a mix of things um, where people who are um, kind of like me can kind of just hang out really, you know? So that's really what I'm pushing for. Okay. Okay. And um, I'll email you, man, just a, a few business suggestions, uh, some advice about growth. And uh, Awesome. Yeah. But anyway, peace out fellas. And thank you everybody for listening to your dumbass. <laughs> Friendly neighborhood coon. <laughs> All right, thanks, 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 man. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Need to shout out the Supreme King Coon once again. Uh, shout out to D Rock Din, New, and Sigma for the cash apps. Appreciate that. Uh, be sure to like the video if you haven't already. Um, more videos coming this week, more interviews coming. Um, like I said, um, I'm going to try the Goku stream on Friday. So that's going to be my first anime-based stream. So um, I will open that panel up so we can go in on Goku. That should be fun. But uh, more videos coming this week. And um, thanks, for guys, for um, being in the chat and everything and interacting. Appreciate that. Um, but besides that, guys, I'll see you guys in the streets. Hope you niggas stay safe. Like I said, if, if you had an Xbox, take that L and um get that ps5 or ps4 but i'll see you guys later peace out and have a good one peace and don't forget i'm on spotify um instagram twitter check my links in the description all right peace